Hi, I'm Gertrude Keesley, and this is Kingdom Consciousness. Jesus said, and this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations, and then shall the end come, Matthews 24, 14. Before Jesus returns to set up his kingdom in its final form, the gospel of the kingdom must be extended throughout the nations of the world. In order to preach the gospel of the kingdom, we as kingdom citizens must understand the kingdom of God. Before we can become custodian to the keys of the kingdom, we must first experience kingdom living. In the past, much emphasis has been placed on the life and ministry of the king of the kingdom jesus christ and rightly so but not enough emphasis has been given to the gospel of the kingdom jesus told the religious leaders of his time ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for ye neither go in yourselves neither suffer them that are entering to go in matthew 23 13. It was this gospel of the kingdom that was the central purpose of Christ's life. He began his earthly ministry by declaring the arrival of the kingdom. That's, you can find that in Matthew 4.17. He ended his earthly ministry by speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom, Acts 1 and 3. In between the beginning and ending of his earthly ministry, the emphasis was on the kingdom. Luke 4.43 says, And he said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, for therefore I am sent. The kingdom of God was the greatest concern of Jesus. His teachings and parables focused on the kingdom. His miracles were a demonstration of the kingdom of God in action. The phrases kingdom of God and kingdom of heaven are used over a hundred times in the books of Matthews, Mark, Luke, and John. We will explore the distinctions between these two. We are told to seek first the kingdom, to pray for it and to preach it. We are told how to enter the kingdom and taught that residency in it requires a new lifestyle. God is equipping his citizens to become kingdom minded so that we can understand the business of the kingdom. We are sons and daughters of the king. Everything about us is royalty, but we must first adopt the mind of Christ in order to understand what that actually means. We cannot have a poverty mindset and expect to grasp the reality of how much God desires for us to prosper. But there is a greater purpose than just understanding kingdom principles. Citizens must go beyond mere knowledge of the kingdom 
to actually experience it and make it the central purpose of our living. So I invite you to come and go with me as we explore this most exciting, interesting, and eye-opening subject. Becoming Kingdom Conscious. There is a glory storm coming. We are on the precipice of the greatest move of God this planet has ever seen. God has always desired to make ready a people that will inhabit the place of his glory. The key to our being able to go into the glory is a righteous consciousness. God has declared us righteous before him in the courts of heaven, and he has given us the righteousness of Jesus Christ himself. Romans 5, 17 tells us that those who have received the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign in life by Jesus Christ. We are not an old sinner saved by grace. We are a new creation with access to the life and nature of God Almighty. A revelation of who we are in Christ is essential to our ability and our stability in life and our ability to participate in this end time harvest of the ages. A righteous consciousness is the only thing that can hold the weight of the coming glory. It's the only wiring that will support the powers of the age to come. If we are still struggling with sin consciousness, when the glory comes, we will be tempted to draw back. We must become fully conscious of who he is and what he has done in us. We are made in the image of God. Like him, we are a triune being. We live in a body. We are a spirit. We possess a soul made up of our mind, will, and emotions. The body is just a house we live in. It's not us. The real you is a spirit being and has been made like God. My God, my God, my God. We have to become kingdom conscious in order to participate with the Lord of the harvest. We need to become less body conscious and more spirit conscious. This is the number one failing that keeps people from receiving from heaven. And why is this? As long as we are body conscious, we will think, for example, that we are sick because we feel bad. 
We will think that we are weak because our body needs some rest. Our spirit, which is the real us, is connected to the life of God. And that is the heavenly reality to which we must renew our minds and of which we must be most conscious. The Zoe life of God, the very power that resurrected Jesus from the dead is flowing in our spirits right now. We have access to that same power. Ephesians 1, Ephesians 1, 19 through 20 says, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is working in us. Listen, there is so much more to us than we have ever known or even realized. Becoming spirit conscious is a key to spiritual maturity. It means that we become most conscious that our spirit is the real us. It requires that we become more aware of the new man and not the old one that we used to be. That man has died. It means that our kingdom consciousness has been elevated. Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3, 3, Unless we are born again, we cannot see the kingdom of God. The entrance to the kingdom is governed by revelation knowledge. We will never have what we cannot see. So many Christians spend their lives living from and operating only out of the mental or the sight realm. They are merely body conscious versus spirit conscious. How far below what God wants for us. Our hearts are supposed to teach our heads, not the other way around. Psalm 10.4 says the wicked through the pride of his countenance will not seek after God. God is not in all his thoughts. Listen, there is a door that separates the realm of the carnal mind from the realm of the kingdom. The process of repentance is the dawning of the kingdom realm rising in our consciousness. There is a place on earth opened and available to all where the nature of the physical realm and the realm of the kingdom join in our conscious experience. Jesus has given us the key of interest, seeking first the kingdom. Now on the other side of this door, lies wonders beyond imagination, beauty yet to be seen with our eyes or imagined with our minds. The added substance of a life 
lived in the kingdom realm of consciousness cannot be qualified nor quantified with human understanding, only experienced. In this divine domain, there is authority and influence not seen since the days of old and substance not realized since the days of Jesus. Transformational power awakes, awaits those who've picked up the key of knowledge. That key is information of the kingdom received while seeking first the kingdom. The mysteries of the kingdom are awaiting those who discover themselves in the realm of the kingdom. There is a remnant of God's people standing at the door's threshold. Having discovered the key, this group is waiting for the moment the king, the king invites us in. To this point, many have been waiting, many have been granted momentary, momentary access beyond the realm of the carnal mind. Such pioneers of kingdom consciousness have tasted the power of the age to come with experiences in the come up here realm. However, God is preparing groups of disciples not to merely experience a taste of the kingdom, but to cultivate an abiding presence there. Does that make sense? The dawning of the age of the kingdom dwellers is at hand. Hallelujah. Those that enter the kingdom and learn to abide there will become the conduits through which kingdom attributes are expressed on earth. If not us, then who? And if not now, then when? Isaiah 43, 19a, do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will we not be aware of it? God needs us to change our minds. He wants us to grow in revelation knowledge of this new man that he has made us to be. He has thoughts about who we are that will literally transform us from the inside out. But the only way we can get access to them is by seeking him. Transformation can only come through a renewed mind. We must get our minds renewed and our hearts sanctified from sin consciousness. Settle it today that we are a righteous spirit. It takes faith to believe that and faith to say it. But according to Hebrews 11:6, we are not seeking God 
till we are walking by faith, till we are saying what he says about us. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, 37, Jesus commanded us to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. We are not loving God till we love him with our thoughts. Becoming spirit conscious means that we exchange our thoughts for his thoughts, especially our thoughts about who we are and what he says we have. It's time for the saints of God to put into practice, to live out in their day that day-to-day life, to live out in their day-to-day life, the reality of kingdom living. And this can only be done through kingdom consciousness. Kingdom consciousness is simply stepping up by faith into the kingdom of God, entering into his presence. It's not something that happens physically but it is a conscious experience based on our decisions to use our faith to believe that we are in the presence of God and we keep the word of God. This is part one. I will continue with part two on next week. God bless you.